Welcome to the Gospel Reveal podcast. My name is Michael, your host and teacher. Here at the Gospel Reveal podcast, we preach the Bible for what it is. And this is for you to love God's word, know his word, and for you to grow in your faith. As you know, we are in the season of Christmas. And we are looking at the account of the birth of Jesus. And... This is from Luke chapter 2. So let's go over to the message. It's a season of Christmas and it's quite turbulent in the UK right now. Lots of public sector workers are striking and that corresponds with the cost of living crisis. There's war in Ukraine. And there are many people right across the world are struggling with hardship and poverty. You see, the truth is, the real world is messy, difficult, and dark. But 2,000 years ago, in the midst of the mess, difficulty, and darkness, the King of Glory entered into his own creation. I'm going to look at the birth of Jesus in Luke's account. Chapter 2, I'm going to read verses 1 to 7. It says, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Firstly, here we see God moved the world for his son. It's an interesting account. You see, God moved the known world for a word to be fulfilled, for his word to be fulfilled. On the surface, it seems as if that Caesar Augustus was achieving his cunning plan. But God directs the hearts of kings. Caesar Augustus passed this decree that everyone in his empire should go to their hometown to register so that he will be able to have a good record of all the people that was in his empire. And this is linked to taxation. It seems as if this was actually the plan of the emperor. Actually, it was because that is what was his intention. But that's on the surface because deep down, God was outworking his own plan of redemption. You see, way back in the time of Micah, Micah 5, chapter 2, Here, God spoke through Micah. He says, but you, 
Obethlehem, Apaphratha, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. You see, Jesus' his parents, his earthly parents, Mary and Joseph, are from Nazareth. They were in Nazareth, they're quite poor. But obviously, they would not go to Bethlehem to give birth to Jesus. But here we see the providence of God, the outworking of God, God directing everything according to his plan. Even though it didn't interfere with the plans of Caesar Augustus. That's a strange mystery. It's war they called the providence of God. And as this census was called, this prophecy was fulfilled because Mary and Joseph traveled to their hometown of Bethlehem to be registered. And so as a result, God's plan was fulfilled. You see, God directs and guides everything. And for that reason, we can trust in him no matter what. We are going through a war is the state of the world. It tells us in Romans that what God works, all things according to his purpose, but also for the good of those who love him. It's absolutely awesome. So with all this shifting and calling of a global census, by God, Jesus was actually born in an animal feeding trough. It doesn't make sense. Why would God go through all that asshole and for Jesus to be born in such a state? He could have chosen for Jesus to be born in a palace. He could have chosen an opulent family, a well-off, high-class family, maybe from the Pharisees. But no. This is the wisdom of God at display. You see, the glory of Christ was there in the manger, but it was veiled. It was veiled. Let's see Luke 2 verses 8 to 15. It says, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom is favor rest. The glory of God revealed to the shepherds. You see, the greatness and glory of the baby is revealed by a heavenly host. We see this occasion here that the baby is no ordinary baby. 
Heaven sang and rejoiced. The angels praised the King of glory. You see, it's a great mystery that the King came as a poor baby. That's how God works. You see, Jesus Christ is the glorious eternal God. But then he came on earth and he veiled his glory. But from time to time, even in the gospel, we see his rays of glory shining. And in these fields, we can see how the glory of God just shining through. Just give us a bit of a snippet who Jesus is, that he is no ordinary baby, that he is God himself. But it's the case of having the eyes to see this, for you to grasp this great treasure, to see the glory of Christ. And just like the angels, Paul grasped this reality and burst into a song. When he wrote Philippians, one section there, Paul wrote a hymn. He was almost singing when he writes chapter 2. I'm going to read that section, verses 6 to 11. You can read him, read it yourself later on. It says here, Who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God, a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found... In human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and on the earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. It's an incredible account. We see here Paul exalting Christ, painting the picture what happened when Christ left heaven, that he emptied himself. He never stopped being God. He veiled his glory. He left all his his privileges as God and became humbled from the cradle to the cross. We see what happened there. The King of Glory has come to save us, to bless us. Verse 12, this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. It's a very strange sign. With all those songs of singing, with all those praising by the angel, this is the sign. And it's a strange sign. We see the wisdom of God and the beauty of the glory of Christ. You see, the king, the preeminent one, is the Lamb of God. We see that as well in Philippians 2. The king, the one with all privilege, the one who is God, is also the Lamb of God. We see the excellencies of Christ here, the two sides of him. And that is the goodness of Christmas. That is the gift of Christmas, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The king came to die for his subjects, to save them from their sin. You and I are in rebellion towards God. 
And the gospel is that the people of Israel were waiting for the Messiah, the one who will save them, but not from Rome, from their sin, from the devil, from death, from judgment, and to have eternal life. Second Corinthians 5 21 says that him who knew no sin, that's Jesus Christ, became sin for us so that you and I will become the righteousness of God that is in Christ Jesus. And so who is this for? For all people. You get this gift through faith in Jesus and you get the joy of Christmas, peace with God. God will not be an enemy to you anymore you won't be against god you will love him and your life will be joyful and peaceful and that is the truth of christmas that is the gospel and if you receive it and if you have that you have everything despite what you have or what you don't have if you have that you have eternal life in closing, it's interesting that God revealed his glory to the shepherds. The shepherds were the reject of their society. But they were the first to see the Messiah. And they were excited too. You see, the most humble of that society, the ones that were rejected by their own people, are the ones that God revealed himself to you see the the way you get to know god is what it tells us in matthew 5 it says blessed are the poor in spirit for there's the kingdom of heaven when i know that i am spiritually bankrupt i am poor and i am a wretch and it's only god that can save me then that is the entrance for me to see, to know, with the help of God, the glory of Christ. And that is the gift of Christmas, that the King of glory, 2,000 years ago, came into this world to save sinners, those who are in rebellion, those who are trapped by sin and are heading for eternal death. But the good news of the gospel is that God loved us and he came to rescue us. And by sovereign power who called us and save us. And so the joy of Christmas, the goodness of Christmas, it's not nice food and all these gifts but it's the gift of Jesus Christ. If you receive him, you will have this joy and no one will take it away from you and you have peace and you have eternal life. Merry Christmas, guys. I hope you have been blessed by this. Jesus is on the throne and he's in full control. Bless you all. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you have been blessed by this message. If you have any question, please 
email the gospel reveal podcast at gmail.com that is the gospel reveal podcast at gmail.com can i recommend a couple of readings so luke chapter 2 and philippians chapter 2 please share this podcast but also subscribe to it so until the next time have a blessed christmas Focus on Jesus. He is the true treasure of Christmas. And have a fruitful new year. God bless you all. Bye.